The Daily Witness is not just a podcast, but originally started as a gospel newspaper. Trevor Van Vieren Ministries distributes this newspaper free of charge, paid for by partners and friends. If you have not received a copy of this newspaper in your mailbox, feel free to download a copy from our website, www.thedailywitness.co.za. And now, enjoy today's podcast. By faith, receive your healing is because should something arise down the line, you'll know how to deal with it and you'll be able to teach someone else. Otherwise, with a miracle, you don't know the journey. Yeah. You, you're going to always think that life is about miracles all the time. Yes. A lo- you can't teach anyone anything like no, that. No, a lot of people think that faith and miracles are the same thing. Mm-hmm. And it's not. So my healing was a miracle. Mm. Yes. Uh, you, you know, a good way to, to <laughs> look at this. Uh, for instance, someone that, that wants to become a doctor. They have to study for it before yes. they can walk in it. Yes. Um, same thing with divine healing. Um, you have to study it out to you walk in to. it. You have to. You know, to. and there are people that want healing, but they're not actually phys- they're not studying it out. Yeah. Now let me tell you something else. We might be going into Andrew's message a little bit, no? but he doesn't no. mind. Um, why is it better to know healing versus getting a miracle? Because if you can receive your healing by faith. You can build on that faith yep. and actually get even stronger than where you were. Yeah. Mm. Versus, you can't build anything on a miracle. Mm. Yes. You don't you even can't. learn anything about your dad, and that's yeah. that's, that's a thing. Yeah, the miracle is a generous gift of God. It's His mercy for yes. people who don't have the time to stand on the word and fight the devil and so forth and come up against the devil and so forth. So it's always better to learn about healing. Like tonight, uh, the message is about healing. But um, you might say, but there's nothing wrong with me. You know, I, uh, I, no don't, deposit, no return. I, don't, I don't need to, I don't need to hear this. I mean, there's a lot of people that... All of a sudden, something went wrong, something's bugging them, and they had to go to the hospital, and they got diagnosed with some terminal illness. Mm. Or, and, and it got them by surprise, and they were not ready, because they thought that they never, ever needed healing. So it's so important to always be open to learn about these things. That's why, like, years ago, uh, I think I was like 15 or something, the Lord told me, he said, don't wait until you're sick to get into healing. Yes. He yes. said, get into healing now. Yeah. And because it is a process. Yes. Amen. But um, like many times when people are in the heart of their problem, that's when they want to see God. Yeah. And sometimes it's, it's too late. It is, yeah. You know, um, because it takes time to get knowledge and revelation. It does. You know? And what did Gloria say? Gloria said, no deposit, no return. Like yeah. if you're going to save up money, you've got to keep putting money away yes. all the yes. time into yeah. your savings account. It's the same with healing. You might not need it now, but you'll need it down the line, and at least it's stored away yes, in, yeah. in your safety deposit box, yeah. you know, sort of <laughs> to speak, you know. Wisdom as well, seeking out wisdom, yeah. seeking out um, financial like direction and stuff. All of that you can stash away for when the time does arise, then you've got that to draw from. Mm. I just want to do a little uh, a church notice. Okay. Um, Denver and myself, we had a conversation last night. He gave me a call and that, and man, we had such a rich conversation. We spoke for two hours. And I mean, it's Holy Ghost one way, you know, wall to wall, right to the end. And uh, by the end of that, man, I was blessed. He was blessed. He said he's getting goosebumps on goosebumps. And he said he's burning the kitchen down. He's amped and he's ready for the rest of his shift and so forth. Um, out of that, the Spirit of God has been talking to me. And I've been talking to him about finances. I've been talking to him about increase. I've really been pressing into Scripture. And man, he just, he started unpacking something for me last night. Mm. And then it carried on this morning. 
And man, it was tremendously powerful. Now, he spoke to me about the tithe again. And he's still unpacking this thing for me about the tithe. Now, I, I had to record a message today. I had to. And the podcast is going to be available this Friday. And I'm telling you something now. If you, the, To my tithers, you know who you are. Go and listen to the message. Go and listen to the message. I am telling you... If the Spirit of God has shown me something, mm. he, he, He's trying to get increase into your life. Mm. Okay? He's trying to get increase. Something, He said this to me. You will not find a scripture in the Bible where I demote my own children yeah. and put them in the ground you, and cause them to suffer. He says you will not find a scripture like that. But he says, I bet you, you can think right now off the top of your head, all the scriptures where I'm promoting my children. Yeah. And I said, yes, I can. And I just started wrapping them off. He said, it's all promotion, promotion, promotion. He says, when it comes to you, when it comes to you, my children, you don't even know this. But I am, in a sense, for lack of a better term, obsessed with promoting you. Yeah. But it requires an action on your part. Yeah. If you want to increase, I'm telling you now, listen to this message. Do, don't, don't miss out on it. I'm telling you now, do not miss out on it. There's going to be a part two. I wanted to record part two today. I was like, um, man, I was like, <laughs> All right. So I'm telling you something now, guys. I'm telling you something now. If you if you get on this train, you're going to see God do something amazing Don't in get your off. life. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that's foolish to no, get off. And that's where the persistence comes in. Yeah. 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 And so, um, and then just another thing. He's teaching me about faithfulness. He keeps talking to me about faithfulness. 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 The scripture says, it's in uh, Proverbs 28, 20. It's the faithful man that abounds in blessings. Mm. It's the faithful man. And that is applicable to the tithe as well. And that will be in part two. I won't go into too much detail about that. But the people, now watch this. He says two things. Be faithful to coming to church. Yeah. Be faithful. Be faithful to the podcast. Be faithful to reading your word. Be faithful to tithe. And he says, you will see increase in your life. I mm. promise you that. Mm. I can promise you that. And some of you are going to act out on that. Yes. And some of you are going to come back and testify. Mm. Okay? Because God gets the glory. Yes. Oh, wow. Amen. Because I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, guys, this year, the way he's been directing us, it's, it's just, it's amazing. It is absolutely amazing. And he's obsessed with your... For a lack of a better term. It's not that he's psychotic. Yeah. But what I'm saying he's is, yes, he's obsessed because it's you. Yeah. Yeah. It's you he loves. Yeah. It's, there's things he's trying to get into your hands. And it's just been an eye-opener to me. So uh, on Friday, I'm releasing it early. Download the I'll post it on the church group, the link. And I want you to listen to it. And ju just allow it to minister to you. And let God bless you. Okay? Let Him bless you. That's it. <laughs> All right. Andrew? Okay. So, uh, this message is called, Your Healing Depends on Your Receiving. And uh, let's start off by going to Exodus uh, fifteen twenty-six. So, right in the beginning, God introduces Himself as the healer. Like, He's the one that did it. Uh, we can come to him and ask him, does he heal? He's the one that actually came out and introduced himself as the healer. What's Exodus? Uh, Exodus 15, uh, 26. King James. Eh? Yeah. So if I had to come uh, to you guys and say, like, I work on cars. That's how, <coughs> like, you guys would identify me from that day forward. Mm. And he, I, he um, tells the people that he is the healer. So that's how we must start identifying him. Is everyone there? Amen. 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 Oh, okay. It says, uh, and this, this is him speaking. 
and said, If thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, and will do that which is right in his sight, and will give ear to his commandments, and keep all his statutes, I will put none of these diseases upon thee, which are brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that healeth thee. Okay, uh, we can go to Psalms 103. So always keep that in mind. He is the one that introduced himself as the healer. And uh, if he does it, like we cannot say that he's not the healer because he said he is the healer. What up, Levis? Uh, we can go from one to three. Okay. Amen. Amen. Psalm 103, uh, verse 1 to 3. And it says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits, who forgiveth all of thine iniquities, and healeth all thy diseases. Once again, he is the one that does the healing. Amen. He is the one. Now, um, God said that he never changes yeah. so we're going to go to malachi chapter 3 verse 6 so the fact that he's the healer he's um one of his that's one of his redemptive names uh jova rafa and uh, you're going to see that the healer never changes and we just can read uh the last part of that verse of scripture amen. Okay, amen. so he said for i am the lord i change not so he was the healer, he is the healer, and he's always going to be the healer because mm -hmm. he doesn't change. Yeah. Um, it just surprises me how people can say that healing passed away, yeah. where the Bible never said that. Yeah. You know, once again, uh, we, we cannot make up Christianity as we go along. Mm -mm. We have to base everything that we believe on the written word of God. And there's a lot of people with titles behind the name that write all these books about God, but they, they don't spend time studying out their Bible. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why the only book that a person really should be like focusing heavily on Absolutely. is the written word of God. Yeah. So um, we're going to go to Isaiah 53, verse 4 and 5. And I'm just going to be reading from the Amplified Classic because it gives more uh, detail, more, you know, greater description into this. It says, surely he, which is Jesus. Now, just remember, this is a prophecy about the one that was going to come. Yeah. This was the prophecy that prophet Isaiah delivered. And uh, this was about the healer that was to come, or mm -hmm. the deliverer. It says, surely he, which is Jesus, hath borne our griefs, sicknesses, weaknesses, and distresses, and carried our sorrows and pains of punishment. Yet we ignorantly considered him stricken. Sure smitten and afflicted by God, as if with leprosy. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our guilt and iniquities. The chastisement needful to obtain peace and well-being for us was upon him. And with his stripes that wounded him, we are healed and made whole. Now people concentrate on that verse. Read the verses before like you did. Yeah, mm. that's right. Mm. So, we're going to jump over to Psalms 107, verse 20 and 21. Now, you can see just from the scriptures that we've read, um, you can see how serious God takes our healing. Amen. Like, He puts a demand on it. And because He loves us. The Bible says that God is love. Like, we are His children. And what amazes me, there's even healing for the world. And if someone doesn't believe that, well, everyone that got healed uh, through Jesus' ministry, they weren't born again, mm. you know. King James, eh? Yeah. So Psalms 107, verse 20 to 21. Uh, you should uh, read verse 19 as well. Okay, let me know when you all are there. I'm there. Then they cry to the Lord in their trouble. And he delivers them out of their distresses. He sends forth his word and heals them and rescues them from the pit of destruction. Oh, that men would praise and confess to the Lord for his goodness and loving kindness and his wonderful works to the children of men. 
So what I want you guys to see, uh, the Bible says he, uh, referring to God, it says he sent his word and healed them. Uh, so it took his word to heal us. But according to John uh, chapter 1, um, Jesus is actually the word. Yes. God sent Jesus and healed us. Yes. Now, now let's just back up there. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble. And he delivers them out of their distresses. And so what he did was he just went and healed them. No. He sent his word. Hmm. Yeah. Do you see people are trying to bypass the word? Yep. Yes. When they cried out to him, what was the solution? Yes, my word. word. Yeah. This is what people are doing today. Yeah. Healing healing evangelist, come get your healing. And what they do is he preaches the word and they don't come. They come later. Yeah. Or they don't pay attention to the message. Mm. When he says, all those who want to come and get their healing, please come to the front. Guess what they do? They run to the front. Mm. Guess what's going to happen? They're Nothing. not going to get the healing. Have you ever because seen that? The yeah. healing's in the Word. The yeah. faith is in the Word. Yeah. Have you ever seen that? Have you yes. ever heard people say, oh, he's a false prophet? He didn't say he's a prophet. He's a healing evangelist yeah. to begin with. But that's when you shoot off your mouth and you didn't tell the truth. Yeah. You were not following the yeah. instruction. Instruction manual of the Word of God. And I, I, me personally, as a minister, I've experienced it so many times. People come and just ask for prayer, ask for prayer, ask for prayer. When I give them the Word, because that's the solution, it's what God... They lose interest. I yeah. don't want to hear that now. Yeah, I need healing now. I want you must just pray for me. I Good need fix. the result now. Yes. No, not prepared to put in the work. They cried, and God said, "No problem. Hmm. Here's my word." Not interested. How did He say them out of their distresses? He sent His word. He sent His word. Those who received the word were healed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Faith comes by. Hearing. <laughs> and that's exa exactly what I wanted to say. You know, he sent his word to do the healing, yeah. and people want to bypass that. Yeah. Yeah. They want the healing without the word. And it's and, not going to happen. And like I said, like right in the beginning, um, if you want to walk in divine healing, you have to study out the word on healing. Mm. It's just like a, a doctor. Uh, people that want to, that grow up wanting to be a doctor, they don't go to their nearest hospital and say, "Hey, you know, can, can you hire me?" Yeah. They study for seven years. That you have to study out something to actually walk uh, in it. Mm. Uh, that's the way it was, like with the mechanics hmm. in the old days. These yes. days, there's a lot of YouTube mechanics. But, <laughs> 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 but you, you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, like back in the day, like people used to go to universities to study out mm. uh, how to be a farmer. Yeah. These days, like, they, they don't do that. Online course. Yeah. When it comes to walking in divine healing, you need to study out the written word. Yeah. You know, and, like, it's, it's great to have teachings. Yeah. It's awesome to have teachings. But are you actually making notes? Are you actually, like, reading over your notes? Mm -hmm. Things that, like, stick out to you. Um, instruction that the minister gives. Are you writing down that instruction? You know, are you just going over it and just meditating on it? Like that is when you start studying things out. Yeah. Looking over scriptures, like, you know, um, in that book that you're going to be getting, it's got something like 40 different healing scriptures, you know. And the more you study out those scriptures, you're going to start connecting certain scriptures mm -hmm. because they fit in like, like a puzzle, you know. So, okay. Um, so once again, God sent his word and healed them. And... According to the Bible, Jesus is the Word. Yes. God didn't send the Word separately to heal people, and then God sent Jesus separately to heal people. The Word and Jesus, it's the same person. That's right. You know? So, when Jesus came down uh, to the earth, uh, He had a mission. And we're going to read about it. This is what Jesus has done for us. Let's go to 1 Peter 2, verse 24. So I'm going to just uh, repeat the title of this message. Your healing depends on your receiving. Mm. 
you know, um, I remember years ago, uh, Marius actually gave like a, a very good example. It was very simple, but it always stuck with me. He said, you know, for example, if someone gives you a Coke and they put it on the table, you got to take that Coke. You know, it's it's no point in saying, I want that Coke, I want that Coke. you got to take it. Yeah. you got to do something on your side mm -hmm. to possess that Coke yeah. because that Coke was given. And uh, this, this healing you're going to see now from these few scriptures that we're going to read, that healing was purchased for each and every person. And once again, there's even healing uh, for people who's not even born again yet. Yeah. You know, because God is love. Yes. Amen. You know, God doesn't take sides. Mm -hmm. So is everyone there? Yes. Amen. Now, this is talking about Jesus. So uh, Jesus, his own self, bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness. By Jesus' stripes, he were healed. So there's a direct connection between sin and sickness and disease. Yeah. And when Jesus took our sin, he took the curse with that. Yeah. You know, and like the Lord showed me one day, he said, uh, for example, it's like a lamp. Okay. The, the sin is the electricity going into the lamp it's and the curse bulb. is the bulb. Yes. So when Jesus took the sin, it's like he unplugged the lamp. There, there's no curse left because he took it. He bore it. So I'm just going to read that again. I mean, this, this is powerful, this verse of Scripture. Uh, Jesus, his own self, bare our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, being dead to sins, should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes he were healed. You know, the Bible says in uh, it's uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30, mm -hmm. that Jesus was made unto us righteousness. Yeah. So because we are righteous in him, the blessing belongs to us. Uh, health, divine healing, you know, long life, it, it actually belongs to us. So uh, there's a d direct connection between sin and the curse and righteousness and healing. Yeah. Okay, let's go to Galatians chapter 3, and we're going to read... Uh, Verse 13, 14, and verse 29. So if you're born again, um, sin doesn't belong to you. Uh, the curse does not belong to you. And under the curse is every sickness and disease. You know, there's no scripture supporting the fact that um, sickness and disease is a blessing from God. There's no scripture. You're not going to find no. it. You know, uh, is everyone there? Yep. Yes. That was very quick. Um, it says, Christ hath redeemed us. From the curse of the law being made a curse for us for it is written curse is everyone that hangeth on the tree that the blessing of abraham might come on the gentiles through jesus christ that we might receive the promise of the spirit through faith verse 29 says and if he be christ then are he abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise so when it starts off and it says christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law the only way that could have happened is by Jesus taking us in. Yes, because um, the Lord also showed me this years ago. Uh, the curse came into the earth by sin, right? Yeah. So sin gave the curse a green card into the country or into the world. That's good. You know, but because Jesus pulled the plug on the sin, the curse had to go. Yeah. It had to. Uh, we're going to go to John chapter 10 verse 10. No more undocumented foreigners. <laughs> so the whole thing is Jesus took us in. And by Jesus taking us in, he took sickness and disease away from us. So is everyone there? Yes. It says, the thief cometh not, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly so jesus gave us life mm -hmm. now uh, let's go to hebrews 13 verse 8 there's a lot of scriptures that i'm going through but um in the words of morris this is necessary especially <laughs> for those and actually everyone should be studying mm -hmm. our divine healing because mm -hmm. no one's going to live like, like we're not living in heaven yet no you know satan is going to come for everyone 13 verse 8 yes um, you know, a person might be feeling well now, but a person doesn't know how they're going to feel in a year's time. They don't know what's going to happen to their family members. They don't know. It's, you know, like uh, what the Lord told me years ago. He said, uh, couples rushing to marriage, but they're not equipped. 
and mm. he was meaning that they're not equipped spiritually speaking. Mm-hmm. So they get married. They don't know anything about the love of God. They don't know anything about divine healing. They don't know anything about the blessing. They don't know um, how to pray effectively. They don't know about divine protection. And when things happen in that marriage, they, they don't know what to do. And because of that, like uh, the curse either splits the relationship up completely or they live defeated lives. Yeah. You know, so divine healing, especially uh, every, every couple, they should put a demand on this. Amen. You know, because especially they have kids, etc. So is everyone there? Yeah. Amen. I'm just going to read the last part. It says, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. So once again, um, everything what Jesus did for us, it didn't pass away. It's still pro-existing. Exactly. People can get born again today. Like everything mm-hmm. still applies. So we can see that Jesus took away our sin. We can see that Jesus took away our curse. But um, a lot of people might ask, like, where is the healing? And it all depends on them. Jesus Mm -hmm. did all that he needs to do. Mm -hmm. You know, Jesus, um, who was it? Someone told me, um, I think it was your mother. Mm -hmm. She was um, talking to someone. Mm -hmm. And they they believe that Jesus must still come down and heal them. Sure. And your mother actually spoke to them and said, no, like, you already healed. Yeah. You know, and, and it's true. We're not waiting, you know, when, when, when a person gets sick, we're not waiting for Jesus to, to tell the Father, like, just hold on, I'm going to be back now. Mm-hmm. I've got to go down to earth. I've got to heal someone. You know, um, <laughs> it depends on our faith. Yeah. Because you'll notice uh, in healing crusades or uh, during uh, healing services, there's some people that get healed and others don't. Yeah. And the ones that get healed, they aren't the ones that's favored. Everyone's favored. Yeah. Like the favor of God actually belongs to, to everyone, but not everyone receives that healing. So I've got a couple of scriptures that I want us to go through, and they're all saying the same thing, that it comes down to our faith. Yeah. We're not waiting on Jesus. You know, we're not crying before the Lord and asking him, like, please heal me, please heal me, and then tomorrow morning, please heal me, please heal me. Yeah, it's we the ones that must actually step up and take what has been given. Yeah. Like when Megan came in tonight, with those two plates of cookies. And she said, you know, would you like a cookie? And what did I say? Take two. Yeah. yeah. And what did I do? I, I took cookies. Yeah. So, so person, if a person didn't get, didn't get a cookie, it's because they didn't reach out to take a cookie. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. And it's exactly. fault. Yes. So, <laughs> so you know, that the Bible talks about, um, you know, out of the mouth of two or three, Shall every word be established? Amen. But uh, I'm going to go over seven different scriptures saying the same thing, that it is according to our faith. So let's start with Matthew 8 verse 10. That's why it's um, when this message does go up, which is going to be Sunday morning, um, I would suggest people listen to it again and make notes. Okay, I know you're making notes of all the scriptures already. <laughs> I'm also um, making note of all the scriptures. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you know, uh, like in my head, uh, when I think of Susan, I, I think of her, her journal and her <laughs> pen. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, because um, especially uh, studying out here, mm-hmm. these are the scriptures to go through. Okay, okay is everyone there? Yes. yes. Amen. So I'm just focusing on on that main important part where Jesus focuses on. The person's faith. So it says, When Jesus heard it, he marveled, and he said to them that followed, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. You see, Jesus marveled because of that centurion's faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to Matthew 8 um, 26. Any amens? Amen. Just amen. And it says, uh, and he saith unto them, why are ye fearful, O ye of little faith? Then he arose and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. So that was when uh, Jesus was on the sea, and his disi- there was a storm that arose, and the disciples on the boat, they had a little bit of faith. Mm-hmm. They had more fear than faith. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you're going for, for healing, the key is to have the faith and not the fear. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Matthew 16, verse 8. 
So once again, in all these scriptures, you're going to hear the word faith, 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 faith. Uh, we're not waiting on Jesus to do anything. Like he... Say it again, sorry. Uh, 16 verse 8. Thank you. He's waiting for us to receive what he has already done for us. Mm -hmm. So is everyone there? Yes, amen. Okay, it says, uh, Which when Jesus perceived, he said unto them, O he of little faith, why reason he amongst yourselves? Because he have, have brought no bread. Once again, their faith, faith, faith. Let's go to Matthew seventeen twenty. So you can see, if, if I can say this, uh, faith is the currency of the kingdom. Mm. You know, um, I've heard of many stories where people want results, but they're not working on their faith. Yeah. And no faith means no uh, kingdom currency. Mm. No, no kingdom. Yeah. Like if someone is broke right now, they can't go to Maritime Motors and, you know, pick the biggest Mercedes Benz mm. and say, I want that. And Mercedes, they're going to say, okay, sure. It costs so, so much, like, show me the money. Yeah, you know? <laughs> and if you don't have the money, you're not leaving with the car. In the kingdom, um, Jesus has purchased everything for us. Yeah. There's mm -hmm. divine protection, uh, there's healing, there's long life, there's wisdom, there's divine partners, there's everything. But we need the faith to walk out the store, the kingdom store, with whatever, whatever we want. Mm -hmm. So what was that Matthew seventeen twenty? Yes. And uh, this is what it says. Um, you don't have enough faith. This is the new living. Uh, you don't have enough faith, Jesus told them. I'll tell you the truth. If you had faith, even as small as a mustard seed, you could say to this mountain, uh, move from here to there, and it would move. Nothing would be impossible. The King James starts off and it says, and Jesus said uh, unto them, because of your unbelief. Yes. These guys did not have the faith. Or, or should I say they had a little bit of faith. Straight to the point. Yeah. So, <laughs> Straight to the point. <laughs> another way to look at it, faith is like a, a faith is a spiritual energy. Yes. May and I add to that? Add to it. But this kind does not go out except by faith and fasting. Yeah. Yeah. See, once again, mm. the faith. Mm. And, um, you know, if a person, for example, what's a very demanding uh, job, say uh, a construction, someone's working uh, at a construction site. If they did not have a good breakfast, they're going to struggle to do the work. Because, you know, a person's on their feet the whole day, moving around like heavy machinery, heavy stuff. And, you know, if someone wants their healing, you can't operate with a little bit of faith. You've got to build up that faith. You know, uh, let's go to Mark chapter 5, verse 34. So from these scriptures that we read already, um, are you guys seeing a pattern here? Yes. Yeah. yes. Okay. And you guys aren't just saying that. <laughs> um, and also part of Jesus' healing has got no expiry date on it. Exactly. Exactly. That's good, Marius. Yeah. yeah. Chapter 5, verse 34. Amen. Can I get some amens? Amen. Okay, you guys are quiet tonight. Father 54, eh? Yeah. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. It wasn't Jesus' faith. He said it was your faith. Yeah, he identified it. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Um, people want to sit back and they want to get healed of everyone else's faith. But they don't want to build up their own faith. Yeah. They don't want to spend time studying out divine healing. Uh, for me, I studied out divine healing for like three years. And I'm so happy that I did. Because if I didn't, I would have been stuck between four walls. I would have still been getting dizzy. I would have been falling over. I would have been getting nauseous. But I am the one that studied out divine healing. And I use my faith to get healed. It all comes down to our faith. So let's go to Mark chapter 10 verse 52. Mark 10 52. Okay. Um, it says, And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole, and immediately received his sight, and followed Jesus in the way. Once again, uh, Jesus uh, said, It is thy faith that made thee whole. So the key is, uh, there's healing. Well, there's healing for everyone. Mm -hmm. But it needs faith Faith will go in there and take the healing. Faith will connect them to the healing. Exactly. Connection point. Yeah. 
And once again, it's like going into a store with no money. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you're going to come out with nothing. Um, you know, in, in the kingdom, a person can't loot. You know? Yeah, like you've got no money, going to the store, you take it, you take it, but you're gonna have, you're gonna lose it because you can't afford it. Yeah. It's <laughs> good. Like we, we, we cannot loot in the kingdom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I know, I know. There, there might be people, there might be Christians that want to loot. Yeah. Uh, not, not w- actually work for the healing. Yeah. But uh, it, it can't be done. Yeah. It can't be done. Let's go to the seventh one, uh, Luke seventeen and. From verse 15 to 17. Yeah, 17. 15 to 17, yeah? Yeah. So this is a story of the 10 lepers. And I love that, that testimony. I love it. If you read that whole parable, it is crammed with revelation. Mm-hmm. And um, especially if a person is going for their own healing, mm-hmm. I would suggest that they read that and reread it and read it. Uh, because you're going to pick up... A lot in there. So, um, as you guys know, there was 10 lepers and they came to Jesus. They they wanted their healing and they walked up to Jesus and they already had the faith. Yeah. All of them, they already had the faith. And then when when they came to Jesus, Jesus said, go show yourselves unto the priest. He, he gave them works to do. He showed them a way to release that faith. Mm-hmm. And the Bible says, as they went, they were healed. Yeah. So the key is when it comes to divine healing, uh, you got to do what Jesus tells you to do. Act up on your faith. Yeah. And uh, what we discussed before many times, don't act out too early. Mm-hmm. You you have to, the faith has to be there first. You know, you don't act out first and then try and work out, out the faith later. Um, it's not going to work. So it says one of them, when he saw that he was ill, came back praising God in a loud voice. And threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And he was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, uh, Were not all ten cleansed? Uh, where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give praise to God except this foreigner? And he said unto him, Rise up and go. Your faith has made you well. How awesome is that? Always comes down to faith, 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 faith. And I'm going to throw in the, another one. This is uh, number eight. The bonus scripture. <laughs> This is Luke 18, verse 8. Now, this is this is a very powerful one. Um, I think, Morris, you would refer to it as the whip. Um, <laughs> but listen, to, is everyone there? Yes. That says, I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith in the earth? Oh, yes. Absolutely. Um you know, in this ministry, we always encourage people to practice using their faith. Mm-hmm. You know, and I highly suggest people practicing faith in small areas. Yeah. You know, you, you don't wait until something is, you know, something massive is in front of you. And then you're trying to operate in faith, but you've got no uh, experience. Yeah. You know, okay, like in your case, you're forced to, to do this now, which is fine. That, that's, that's what happened with me. But uh, for other people that, that's not faced with serious uh, situations, practice faith in small areas. You know, um, when we were up and coming and practicing faith, Trevor used faith for electricity. Yeah. You can use faith for anything. Like, uh, especially you two. You, you guys got a prepaid box. Yeah. Use your faith on that. You know, use your faith in small areas because the more you practice it, you're going to become more uh, efficient with it. Mm-hmm. So um, let's go to James chapter 5, verse 14 to 15. Now, this even applies when you have someone else lay hands on you. You're going to need to join your faith with theirs. You're not just going to walk up <coughs> like goof off and someone's praying for you. And then, you know, you say, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm healed. James 5 mm-hmm. Uh, 14 to 15 it says is any sick among you let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord and the prayer of faith shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up and if he have committed sins they shall be forgiven him so once again even if someone lays hands on you you've got to use your faith mm-hmm. you know the whole thing about the kingdom is using your faith because everything is actually done already, but it takes our faith to receive that. Yeah. Now, when it comes to divine healing, 
uh, there's there's instruction. We find a lot of instruction in the Bible, and I know uh, you know there's a lot of people that don't like all that. They they think it's like a bunch of work, but the Bible actually teaches us how to receive what's already been given to us. Yeah. You know, so uh, first of all, uh, we're going to be going over a few scriptures that fall into the the instruction category, if I can say that. Um, first and foremost, we're going to go to Galatians chapter 5, verse 6. And I call this title, Believe the Love. Galatians 5? Uh, verse 6. Verse 6. Is everyone there? It says, For in Jesus Christ neither circumcision availeth anything, nor uncircumcision, but faith which worketh by love. Beautiful. Amen. Whatever you believe in God for, always receive His love. Always go yeah. over love scriptures. Mm -hmm. uh, minister to yourself that you are highly favored, you are loved. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I promise you this, to try and walk in faith without receiving His love, a person's going to struggle. If I can just add something, I've recently watched a teaching by Andrew Hormack where he was actually teaching on the love of God. And this is something that opened my eyes because the last part is something I've been misunderstood for years. Where it says faith works by love. A lot of people are the impression that's love that they must actually have towards other people. Mm, yeah. And walking walking by love. And and he said that's actually that's the refers to the love of God. Yeah. That actually the love of God that the love of God actually enables us to connect yes, to that yes, faith. Yes. And he says it's not that's not your love that you're trying to love people. Yeah. It's God's love. Yeah. And I misunderstood that. I was like, wow. Yeah, the thing is, um, you know, you, you'll never be able to love others if no. you don't know God loves you. Amen. You yeah. know? So, you know, like studying out faith, yeah. I've seen this, uh, and the Lord has, has helped me. Um, the word has to first come in, and then there are ways to release that, that faith that gets built up in you. Mm -hmm. So, I like to say it like this, word in, faith out. Okay, that's, that's the operation of faith. So, I'm going to go over two different scriptures for the category of word in. Uh, first one, Romans chapter 10, verse 17. So a person's never going to receive their healing without the word of God, because the Bible says God sent his word and healed them. So if you want your healing, you're going to need the word. So is everyone there? It says, so then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Amen. Sounds familiar. <laughs> Where, where's my t-shirt? <laughs> Amen. Now let's go to Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20 to 24. Basically saying the same thing, keeping your focus on the word. Proverbs saying? Yeah, Proverbs 4, 20 to 24. Verse 20 to 24. I'm kind of rushing through it uh, due to time. But uh, once again, uh, this message will be available on Sunday, Sunday morning, 8 o'clock. Sure. Everyone there? Sure. Uh, 8 o'clock sharp. 8 o'clock sharp. <laughs> it says, My son, attend to my words. Incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart, for they are life unto those that find it, and health to all their flesh. You see, that's, that's the health that people are looking for. Mm -hmm. And it mm -hmm. says, keep the heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Put away from thee a froward mouth, and perverse lips put far from thee. So, once again, the word is healing. Jesus is the word. Jesus is healing. And if you're going to keep your eyes on Jesus, or if you're going to keep your eyes on the word, same person, you can receive your healing. So, mm -hmm. we know from these two verses of scripture, we know how... To get that word into our hearts. But now you need to release that faith. For your healing. And there's four categories here. First one is to speak the word. So we're going to go to Matthew chapter 8 verse 8. And this is the story with that centurion. I love it. Another healing um, testimony. Uh, 8 verse 8. Uh, Matthew 8 verse 8. And listen to this, it says, The centurion answered and said, Lord, I'm not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. 
Once yes. again, in this verse of scripture, the word is there and healing. Word healing. Word healing. And this is how you release your faith. This is one of the ways you release your faith. Mm -hmm. By the words of your mouth. Let's go to Mark 11. And we're going to read from verse 22 to 25. And I always say this. If you want to understand faith, um, just read what Jesus had to say about faith. Mm -hmm. 11 verse 22. Eh? Yeah. 22. Yeah, or 25. Uh, 22, 22 to 25. Okay. 22 to 25. <laughs> Is everyone there? Yes. It says, And Jesus answering, saith unto them, Have faith in God. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. So if you are speaking healing all the time, Jesus mm -hmm. said, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Mm -hmm. But listen to this, it says, Therefore I say unto you, what things soever he desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and he shall have them. Uh, verse 25, very important, it says, And when ye stand praying, forgive, uh -huh. if ye have aught against any, uh, that your father also which is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses um faith cannot work in a heart that's filled with bitterness and hatred mm -hmm. and all that uh, it, it can't you know so it's best before a person gets into the process of of healing uh go before the lord repent and uh the lord will clean you out mm -hmm. um so that's the first category of releasing your faith speaking the word second one is your works Acting out on what you believe. Let's go to James chapter 2. And I want to read 14 and verse 17. So uh, people, I want to say this, people that want healing, they cannot be speaking sickness and disease. Mm. <laughs> Comes down to, to the mouth. Yeah. You know, you, you can have what you say. Yeah. You know, sure. um, the Bible says in Proverbs that death and life are in the power of the tongue. Amen. And they that love it shall amen. eat the fruit thereof. Is everyone there? Yes, amen. James chapter 2. Verse 14 and 17. Okay. 14 to 17. Uh, 14 and 17. Okay. It says, What doth it profit, my brethren? Though a man say he hath faith and hath not works, can faith save him? Even so, faith, if it hath not works, is dead, being alone. Um, a good example of this is when a couple comes together and they want to expand their family and the wife falls pregnant, they act out on what they believe. They believe they're having a kid. They get a nursery uh, together. They start uh, buying books on you know, how to raise children. They start asking questions. They start buying nappies, except they act out on what they believe. Mm -hmm. They don't just sit back and do nothing. And you know, like maybe if the stork's gonna bring the baby. Yeah. And maybe the wife like carries on smoking. No, they they change <laughs> they they change their whole diet. You know well, the wife changes the whole diet. Uh, the husband eats KFC and that. But uh, <laughs> Okay, so you gotta act out on what you believe. Uh, category three is Thanksgiving. So Let's recap quick. It's you've got to speak healing. You've got to act out on a healing. Number three is thanksgiving. We can, we can go to First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. Is everyone there? First Thessalonians? Uh, 5, verse 18. And it says, In everything... Give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. If you believe Jesus really took your sin, if you believe that Jesus really took the curse away from you, Amen. if you believe that by his stripes you were healed, you're going to thank him for it. Amen. Yes, absolutely. And not thank him once. Thank, thank him okay. all the time. Because, and this, all this, speaking the word, your works and thanksgiving it ties into the the fourth category, and that's our last category. That's patience. So um, let's go to James chapter one. Why, Maurice? <laughs> James chapter one, verse. Patience. <laughs> that's a few words. Patience. 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 Chapter one. <laughs> <laughs> 
guys, this is a judge-free zone. <laughs> did you just say patience? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> and I, list, I didn't even hear it, Tay. This is my new book. It's coming out next <laughs> <Okay>. week. <laughs> <laughs> that must not be cut out to edit it out. <laughs> I'm going to use that. <laughs> my favorite was second opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, come guys, come. One, come guys, we seriously have patience. Chapter one, <laughs> verse, <laughs> verse two to four. <laughs> is everyone there? Is the, the book of patience. Just get patience. In, in this, in this book, you got to read very slowly. <laughs> okay, so is everyone there? Okay, it says, uh, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations or different temptations. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have a perfect work, that he may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a person can have faith, mm -hmm. but if they're not going to hold on to it, you know, they, they're not going to receive their healing. Yes. Mm. You know? Mm. So, has anyone learned anything from this tonight? Yes. yes. Very powerful. Yes. Awesome. awesome. I didn't know patience. Book of patience. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't know what book I did. A book of James. Yeah, we uh, know that. Did you know what's one? Okay, what book is I, that? I always call, one. I always call the book of James the book of patience. So we're going to end off in prayer. Triff, can you... Um, I, I just want to add something. Okay. Let's just go back to Second Peter. Because we're talking about... Second Peter... <coughs> Second patience. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's First Peter. First Peter, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just checking if you guys I was are say, right. We didn't go to <laughs> um, we're talking about having faith in God for your healing. Okay, Amen. but we need to always balance it out. Mm -hmm. Like we started this off with, God doesn't respond to your faith. Your faith is a response to what He has already done. Amen. Okay? So you'll hear us talk a lot about, you already healed. You already healed. Okay? So let's just go through this here quickly. Faith in what? You've got to have faith. Yeah. Faith in what? That God's going to heal me. <laughs> no. Faith in what Jesus has already provided mm. for you. Yes. So let's go here to First Peter two verse twenty-four. Amen. And then uh, let's go. Uh, who himself, and we know this, Jesus bore our sins in His own body on the tree, that we having died to sins might live for righteousness by whose stripes you were mm. healed so the word were as he said is it past tense is it present tense or is it future tense it's past tense past, tense. past. past. It's something that's already done. Amen. It's sorted. Yes. This doesn't need to be done again. Yep. Yes. That's where your faith is. Mm. Your faith is not in the Bible. The Bible is a copy mm -hmm. of what... Uh, it's a copy. It's a, it's a written document telling us what has been done. Otherwise, it's you're not going to know. It's mm. a will and testament. Yeah, you need, you need to read something. You need proof. Something that's telling you what has been done. So a person, a person mustn't pray out to ask the Lord, Lord, heal them, heal them. The Lord will no. tell them it's done already. That's, that's, yep. This yeah. is done already. If you're still asking for healing, there's no other way for you to get it. Mm. Yeah, it's done already. This is done. Let's look at this again. By whose stripes you... Were healed. Yes, it's done. That's done. Were healed. Mm -hmm. Heidi, you were healed. Amen. You're not going to get healed. You oh, were wow. healed. Amen. Past tense, it's yes. done. Why? 
not because you helped some little old lady across the road. <laughs> Which you probably did. <laughs> it's not because you are faithful to tithe. Yeah. It's not because of that. It's because of what Jesus did. Yes, amen. Yes, amen. It's because of what He has provided for you. Now let's go to Acts chapter 3. Bless you, dear. <laughs> All right, Acts chapter 3, you there? Yes. Amen. What verse? From verse 1. Okay. Now watch this. Now Peter and John, this is now, bear in mind, this is after the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Yes, amen. Now watch how practical daily faith goes into operation here. Okay. Now Peter and John went up together to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour, and a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms for those who entered the temple. Okay, now watch this. Healing is already his. Mm. Yeah. Yes. But he's lame. Huh? Isn't that the question for most, from most believers today? Mm -hmm. The healing is already his, but he's still lame. Mm -hmm. So what's going on here? It's kind of weird. Well, let's read a little further. So he's sitting there, he's lame. He does, he probably, he has seen Jesus, this man, there's no doubt about it. Why? He's been there at this gate many years. But he hasn't claimed his healing. And before Jesus passed on, Jesus went to the temple regularly. Mm. So this man has seen Jesus, but he's not familiar with his ministry, obviously. Um, so now he's, he's there, he's begging and so forth. Who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple asked for alms. Now everyone quotes this. And fixing his eyes on him with John, Peter said, look at us. He didn't say, look at us, please look at us. Over here. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't do that. <laughs> yeah. Remember, Peter is filled with the Spirit. He says, look at us. So he gave them his attention. I'm reading from the New King James. Mm -hmm. Expecting to receive something from them. Then Peter said, silver and gold I do not mm -hmm. have. And then they just kind of stop there and, they, you know, they talk about the miracle after that. Uh -huh. Watch this very carefully. Sure. Watch this very, very carefully. This is something that people miss. Mm -hmm. Everyone's looking to God. Everyone's looking up, up to God. Where, where is it? Where's the healing? When's it going to come? When's God going to give it? Watch this. Silver and gold I do not have. But listen to what Peter says here. But what I do have, I give you. I have it. Mm. I have it. Mm. And I'm going to give it to you. What does he have? Healing. Thank you. And he says, In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. Here's my question. What are you waiting for? Hmm. What are you waiting for? Yeah. If the healing has already been provided and Jesus has given that to us, what are you waiting for? Hmm. It's like Andrew says. It's Andrew's whole message tonight. Hmm. You have got to take it. Yeah. Hmm. He used the illustration of the cookies. Megan walked in and she offered cookies. If you don't take the cookie, it's your own fault. Yeah. There was no healing There's already cookies in the plate. Mm -hmm. Miracle healing cookies. Yeah. <laughs> he says the healing is already here. 
It's not up in heaven. Yes. It's here right now. You can take it any time of the day you want. It's not up to God. It's not up to Satan. It's up to you. Yes. You can have it right now. That man was sitting for years. Peter said, what I have, I give to you in the name of Jesus Christ. Rise up and walk. He could have left him alone. Yeah. And say, come on, you can do it. You can do it. And the guy wouldn't have done anything. But he believed so much, he had something to offer that he grabbed him. I'm telling you, Heidi, I'm telling you, I, I want to grab you out of that chair. And dance with me. Are you expecting her to fall again? Watch this. And he took him by the right hand, lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. It does not say, and it took the next nine months for his ankle bones to receive strength. It doesn't say that. It says immediately. Why? He had the healing, man. He had something to give him. And it was on him right now. So, he leaping up, stood, walked, and entered the temple with them, walking, leaping, and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. Tell me, do I have it correct? He, uh, Peter took the, he, the faith that God gave him and then to gave the healing to Yeah, yeah he had God. healing to give him. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You have healing to give her. You have healing to give her. You already have the healing on the inside of you. And uh, I'm hearing the Holy Ghost. He's asking you, what are you waiting for? Yes. What are you waiting for? Don't look at me, says the Holy Ghost. Don't look at me. I'm asking you, what are you waiting for? Watch this. Acts 14. Acts 14 and we'll go to verse 8. And then we'll end it there. There's healing for you right now. You can take it right now. Right now. It's yours. Hallelujah. When you're there. Amen. Amen. And in Lystra, a certain man without strength in his feet was sitting. A cripple from his mother's womb who had never walked. This man heard Paul speaking. Paul was obviously preaching healing. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Why? Faith comes. He's not talking about finances because this man who's crippled, we know he's crippled. Mm -hmm. Watch what happens. Let's just go there. He was crippled from his mother's womb and had never walked. This man heard Paul speaking. Paul observing him intently and seeing that he had faith to be healed. Paul could see it. Mm-hmm. You can see when someone's eyes light up, you can see. Yes. Jesus spoke of that. Yeah. Yeah. He said, your eyes can light up and you can tell, hey, this person's got faith. So Paul said, observing him intently and seeing that he had faith to be healed, said with a loud voice, stand up straight on your feet. And he leapt and walked. Now, when the people saw what Paul had done, They raised their voices, saying in the Lyconian language, the gods have come down to us in the likeness of men. What I'm saying is, again, Paul did it. Mm. Paul had something to give. I have something to give. Mm -hmm. Andrew has something to give. Marius has something to give. what does the scripture say? It says, freely as you have been given, freely give. That's it. So... Do you have faith? Mm-hmm. You know, faith in what? The finished work of Jesus Christ. The finished work of Jesus Christ. That's all it is. And it's, it, you, don't, you, you can't earn it. You can't earn your healing because Jesus did that for you. You can't, there's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do to earn it. There's nothing that you need to do to get healed. All you need to do is you need to understand it's a, it's a gift. Mm. It, it, it's that's what grace is. It's undeserved favor. It's undeserved, unmerited. There's nothing you can do to earn it. Nothing. It's yours. 
And Jesus made that available for you. Have we been blessed tonight? Yes. 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 Hallelujah. Let's finish off in prayer. Oh Lord, we thank you and we praise you for your goodness. We thank you for your spirit. We thank you for truth. Yes, Lord. We thank you for truth that prevails. We thank you for your written word. We thank you for making us world overcomers. Amen. Amen. And we thank you, Lord God, that Heidi is going to walk. Yes. yes. We thank you, Lord God, for wholeness Amen. to take place in Heidi's body right now in yes. the name Amen. of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we thank you, Father, for this miracle that has taken place right now Amen. in Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. We thank you for it, Lord. We thank you for this meeting tonight. Thank you for... Um, uh, working through Andrew tonight and thank you Father that your word will not return void but it will prosper in the thing where to you sent it and we praise you for it in Jesus name Amen, Amen. 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 and like we always say remember faith comes by hearing so keep on hearing Hey everyone if you enjoyed today's podcast feel free to let us know by contacting us via our telegram channel Trevor Van Vieren Ministries or send us a message on our Facebook account. And if you liked what our ministry is doing, why not partner up with us and sow into God's vision, which is to bring a printed copy of our newspaper to every house in our city. All funds are used to increase the print run and reach more houses with the good news of Jesus Christ. You can sow via our website at www.thedailywitness.co.za. There you will find a tab called Sow into a Vision. If you are inside of South Africa, you can use the option of SnapScan. You can download this app free of charge from Play Store or iTunes. If you are outside of South Africa, you can use our option of Give and Gain. We thank you for your faith and generous support. Remember, we love you and Jesus loves you.